Hi, I'm Lady Ganja. And I'm the Midwest Canna Queen. Learn with us as we tackle challenges faced by marketing and branding teams in the cannabis industry. And laugh alongside us as we puff, puff, pass. We are the Devil's Lettuce Ladies. <laughs> Wednesday? I don't even know what day it is. Wait, but when this comes out, it's Thursday. So happy Thursday, everyone. <laughs> we're already killing it. <laughs> we know what's going on, right? Woo! We're heading into the holiday weekend. But I got a question for you. Okay. So I find that because I have copious amounts of flour that come the end of the night when it's like bedtime smoking time, and maybe you don't have this routine, but like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be like oh I want to get in bed and I just want to watch something and let's smoke or whatever and then we get in bed and I'm like where is it <laughs> like you were expecting it to be like handed to you on yeah a- and I think that my boyfriend god love him he's like I don't know you're the one that does this like mm-hmm. you do it we haven't had this discussion I'm sure we will and when this episode comes out he's gonna be like what the fuck but like in my head I'm like I have literally given you a library of weed to choose from. So roll me a joint. Bitch. I mean, pack the vape. It's not that hard. Like, yeah. I have driven to Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I am also in charge, too. Like, I don't know, just by default. You and I are both the more the users in the relationship of both of ours. Yes. So yes. It um, makes sense. But I do have a funny story of, so my husband really doesn't smoke a lot, like only when we're, you know, special occasion or whatever. And so this weekend we were in Chicago for a wedding and we're sitting on the bed, just kind of like getting ready. And he's like, Hey, do you have that pen? And I was like, um, I have a pen. Hang on a second. I go in my backpack. I'm like digging, I'm digging. And I get my pencil (laughs) bag out. (laughs) And I hand him, like, a pen. He's like, no, the vape pen. (laughs) I was like, oh. Well, yeah, I got a vape pen on me. Duh. I've got three. What kind do you want? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I got an indica. I got a sativa. I got a hybrid. I got a live resin. I got a live rosin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's like, just give me something (laughs) to take the edge off. (laughs) It is what I loved. And I know this brand is around. I don't think it's made a big splash in Michigan. But in Colorado, it was a big thing. Aero is it Air Pro? Yep. And so. their carts like are magnetic and they're very easy to switch out. And oh. they even would sell a case that you could like it would hold the pen and it would hold like six cartridges. And I had it and I called it Choose Your Own Adventure. Where and is it? I've never <clears throat> seen this. I gave it to my friend because to be honest with you, I went through a phase of not smoking carts at all now i'm back on because of the mm-hmm. live rosin do i need to reinvest probably and i might probably. i might do that in colorado yeah again because That's they do funny. do have like they have live rosin and stuff but anyway choose your own it was a great time i don't i forget what we we're talking about <laughs> this is gonna go great <laughs> things are great well it is summer here in Indy. It's May in Indy. It's race season. My favorite. Patio favorite season. Time. Joints on the patio. Margaritas on the patio. We're just, we're loving life. I was in Chicago this weekend and it was fucking oh my God. beautiful. Fucking Chicago in May and June. Oh God. I was so like, amazing. should we move here? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my favorite thing, first weekend of June, I don't even know if this is still a thing, this was in my 20s, and it was first weekend in June, hit a Cubs game, like the one o'clock game. Hmm. And then go to the Belmont Street Festival. Oh, fun. Every year. It would always like it land one year it landed on like my best friend's birthday and we just oh it got lit. It was terrible. Yeah, but you grew up like pretty close to Chicago. So you could go there like we hopped on the train. Like so we could oh, take God. the train in. It was great. And um we did it a lot. And it, even after I graduated college, all my friends moved to college while I was, you know, raising a kid. And <laughs> My mom would help out so I could meet my friends. And I would go to the city almost every Wednesday and we would go to dinner. And we had a Zagat book, as in hardback, that was Zagat put out every year. And we would 
you had to go through the book and pick a restaurant and that's what we would do. And so I have eaten that fabulous, like we, we were foodies in like early twenties, like with no Google with maps, no Google no maps, Yelp. no Google reviews, just a Zagat guide. Wow. And I am 75. <laughs> so let's do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Hi there, everybody. I am Lady Ganja and I'm the Midwest Canna Queen. And today's episode will be all about cannabis events because we're going into summer and there's going to be all kinds of events coming up. You might be planning one, you might be attending one, but we're going to tell you how to prepare for them and how to brand them for maximum exposure and, of course, how to have a killer party. But before that, what you smoking this week? I um, have a long list. Because I could not bear coming in here and being like, well, you know it's LA Kush Cake. <laughs> As we're literally smoking LA Kush Cake, but naturally. Hey. Um, so had brunch with the book club girls on Sunday while and while you were in Chicago being fabulous. <laughs> and as soon as I got there, I'm carrying around a different purse because of this weight limit from the surgery and stuff. And it's not my normal like goodie bag with everything in it and immediately mm -hmm. I'm like fuck if I don't have uh -oh. an edible or something like I'm not I am not fit to be in public without being having like some sort of high this is just it there's a there's a conversation my entire house has my son will be like mom you are no longer fit for public it is time to go home so I'm digging <laughs> sure shit I find a live rosin ripple <gasps> in that bag jackpot it was jackpot so I had that Sunday when I loved it and like going back there in what two weeks three weeks three weeks and gonna get more what else have i been smoking i wrote it down oh yeah hash house live rosin trapaya vape we uh hit that to go to sleep and quite honestly it's like you said it's summertime and we're in grab and go mode so mm -hmm. while not normally a vape smoker it's vape season it really is i oh man because what I'm smoking this week is also a live rosin vape, <laughs> the Hash House Space Guavas. It tastes so good. And it's just so convenient. Like when we were, you know, walking around the city this weekend and just like hitting it as you're walking, like it's, you can't beat it. I know I probably shouldn't be smoking a vape pen as often as I am, but. Yeah. I don't notice a huge difference. My boyfriend does like he's he's very much of like i really want to be doing flour more instead of because yeah. we usually do vape for sleep but trying to move on to this vape thing and my response now is gonna be you got two hands <laughs> get to rolling <laughs> we have another like we can use the solo too so like you can pack that and we can smoke we have plenty of flour we don't need the vape anyway right. not the point well we're both smoking vapes i am picking up some of my favorite flour on friday so i am very excited i'm gonna get some lemon pound cake i've it's back out of the vault limited time only when i saw it come across the wire oh so that'll be my probably what you're smoking next episode but that's you know i don't have any new fun flour to talk about unfortunately know. okay so if you're gonna buy that how much are you going to buy um, probably like two eighths, but otherwise known as a quarter, a quarter. <laughs> you know me, I can't do math. I love it when we talk math, but they only have pre-packed <laughs> eighths. So that's true. So you're not wrong. And I'm being a bitch about that. So <laughs> I'm not like, that was not fair. Cause you're 100% right. God, if I could just like, you know, I mean, exotic matter would never do this like deli style, but it'd be awesome if I could get like a discount and be like, I'm give me a pound. <laughs> Right. I mean, last me a while. Listen, <laughs> just slide into the DMs. They might do just it for ask. you. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm Lemon Pound Cake's biggest fan. Can I please just get a grab bag? Yeah, I think you should. You should try it out. Hey, listen, if they want to, we can talk more about it on here. They can just send it to you. God, that would be my dream. It would be. I can't wait to have some. Apparently, it's like a little bit different this year. I mean, as always, it's, it's never going to be the same, like, you know. Right same flower but that's excited. very exciting i look forward to it because you that is your like that's the only time i really see you get excited is mm -hmm. you love the lemon pound cake i think it was one of those first like exotic flowers that i was really into and so i just always remember that as like a good time but truly it is like a great hybrid to where like 
I'll smoke that and be able to clean my house yeah. or, you know, go out with friends or like, you know, relax at the end of the night. It's, it's just all around. It's a good one. It's a lovely time. Anyway, I'll save the rest of my comments for next, I was <laughs> for say. next, what you smoking. <laughs> but got it. Well, we'll get the whole flavor profile for them. I you exotic <laughs> Perfect. I mean, I think this is our highest thoughts right now are as, as you're whispering how <laughs> your psycho love for exotic manner. So um, highest thoughts, it's time to hear them. Um, I can't wait for you to give me your idea because you're like, I didn't write it down, but I got one. <laughs> okay. So I had a idea that you've you've already had this idea, but I've you know kind of modified it for my lifestyle. So I'm getting older. I'm in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting a little bit harder for me to stay up late at night, especially like we were at a wedding this weekend. Like there was a lot of activities. Like their welcome party didn't start till 10 o'clock at night. That is insane. I know, and I'm like, I man, I had. I had to get a matcha and then um, my new thing to like kind of stay awake and stay up and be able to dance all night. I was microdosing mushrooms all weekend long. This is how I live my life now. I know. And I'm like, hang on. I think that mushrooms are like a performance enhancing drug for me. (laughs) I am unstoppable. (laughs) I can dance for hours. I bet you have good moves too, don't you? Amazing, incredible moves. Hands on your knees hands on your knees. Yeah. I'm not getting annoyed by anything. I'm happy. I don't have to drink. Right. And still be like ready to party. Um, the only downside, and this is part of me not planning this out correctly. Like that you my were dosing. Yourself. <laughs> that came later. <laughs> <laughs> that came later. But, um, you know, during my microdosing, it really suppresses my appetite. So, mm-hmm. You know, I I love wedding cake. I love all the snacks at the end of the night. In this wedding, they had <laughs> you like were at two fucking buffet wedding. tables of amazing food. And, of course, I was microdosing mushrooms, and I just couldn't eat it. I didn't have an appetite. Like, that was the only sucky part about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I was able to stay up to, like, one or two every night and, like, be able to party with my friends and, you know, not feel tired and then not feel like shit the next day. That's the best part. Because I wasn't drinking alcohol. Right. So, um, yeah. Is is this a psilocybin podcast or is this a cannabis Honestly, podcast? Honestly, I'm wondering because <laughs> funny you should mention that. My, like, one of my best friends was texting me this weekend just checking in and he lives in Colorado and I'm like, dude, I'm going to be there we're going to hang out. And so we're trying to connect and stuff. And I'm like, well, like I'm going to be there for, you know, Wednesday to Friday. I was like, but I'm in a conference because I'm going to the Canada's Marketing Association conference. What? hey And then, um, and I'm like, and then I'll be at, you know, my niece's birthday party this weekend or that weekend. And he'll be there and whatnot. And he's like, well, hit me up. We can go have dinner or whatever. And I'm like, dude, the calendar for this event, for the CMA stuff, it starts at 730 with breakfast and it can go until midnight every mm-hmm. single night. And I, my exact words to him in my text, you can read it, were, I'm going to have to be microdosing mushrooms if they think I'm going to stay up until midnight three <laughs> days in a row. Because you don't want to miss anything, too. You're like, I need to be there for every I, possible. I will be honest with you. I cannot wait. I have it. What sucks is that as you are a party animal at Bonnaroo and whatnot, we can't do this together. And I understand, but so I'm like, I need two of me because I want to be at two tracks for literally from start to finish. But yeah, I digress anyways. Um, so that's your idea then. Microdosing. That's my idea. Microdosing mushrooms to make your life better. It fucking does. <laughs> also, you don't know this yet. But I made microdoses this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, like, made little um, capsule things. Nice. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. I haven't tried them yet. We'll report back. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to send you this one probably. So, um, yeah. still haven't tried our packet that was given to us from a friend. Ooh. The yeah, powder. you got to try that. You did that's, do it? That's, yeah. I had to re-up for Bonnaroo, too, because, like, 
that's so much easier because the problem is with me is like just a regular dried mushroom. Mm -hmm. That's where the stomach issues come into play. But if it's like mixed with electrolytes or cooked into something, like it makes it a lot easier, easier. on my little tum-tum. So Right. That makes sense. Understood. Are you ready for my idea? I'm so ready. <laughs> this what is so it? dumb. So I – so our friend Shmali, we – it started in COVID that we would FaceTime once a week and we would like drink and hang out and whatever. And it was us two and then our other friend who lives in Chicago. And still, we've all now like we we don't do this once a week anymore. And to be quite honest with you, none of us can drink during the week or do any of that anymore. And so we like every couple of weeks we'll meet up. And then every once in a while on a Friday, she sends a text of like, hey. I got this going on tonight, but anybody want to like happy hour FaceTime and we'll still get on like mm -hmm. five to six and just have a drink and catch up. So we're doing this on Friday night. Love it. And it kind of turned into like a couple hours. Like I, her and I can do this for hours and um, we're kind of giggling and we're having fun and she's getting ready to move in with her boyfriend. And while my boyfriend and I do not live together, we basically do. And so it, I, I have decided my idea was to her as as she prepares to move in with her boyfriend to start an, an arm strength routine <laughs> because yeah. not because you're going to fight <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because I have realized that since my boyfriend is around now, I am a weakling because he does all of the things for me. And so in a pinch of like, hey, you have to move something. I can't. I am weak because and you used to be so self-sufficient for I, so long. I'm not joking. I have moved everything in this house, and I would climb, like, you know what I mean? Like, I would climb on top of the cabinets to get things done, and like do all this. And now I'm like tiny, tiny. Also, like that's how we always joke of like, you know, whatever. And I'm like also weakling, weakling. Like that is what I have become. <laughs> So I, my idea is, is if you're going to move in with them, significant other, make sure you start strength training those arms. Otherwise you're going to be a weakling. Yeah. You don't want your muscles to go to waste. I mean, it's nice to rely on a boy to get things down from a high cabinet from you, but <laughs> sometimes you got to show them like you're still, right. you're still I, independent. I need you to know up there. <laughs> I can climb up there. I can, I can move this plant. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> I am bummed because my favorite bar class, my teacher is leaving. And that was like, I noticed it too. Like after doing this bar class every mm -hmm. week, like we would tone like the triceps and like just parts of my arm that don't, <laughs> don't get any attention <laughs> and I feel stronger. And, and it's, like, and it's also, it makes you feel good too. Like let's also not take exactly. away from that, but yeah, like I can do it, but I'd prefer it if you strong man can do it for me. There's something really nice about watching him do things like i like it it's kind of hot also i don't want to lose the definition in my arms and <laughs> if you want to impress your wife or girlfriend or whatever just like fucking do something around the house <laughs> that's the bar <laughs> just carry something i don't know right yes clean a toilet clean a toilet <laughs> like there's nothing hotter than I like a man cleaning a bathroom like God bless you. I know. Well, actually, <laughs> he built me a platform for my umbrella yesterday to like move around my patio. That is amazing. Because it's a 15 foot umbrella. Like it sits there. So like you, when you place it, you're done. My patio is in direct sun for the entire day. You can't sit there. So I had this idea like, why do we not build a platform on wheels and I can move this bitch around? And he's like, hold my beer. I'll do it in 30 minutes. Literally. He did. <laughs> And he broke out that miter saw, and I was like, hey-oh. <laughs> What's up, hot stuff? What's up, hot stuff? <laughs> I know. We're easy to please. We just want, you know. Uh, yeah. We want and to make done. it out like he doesn't do these. Like, <laughs> I'm weak because he's literally picked up everything around this house. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm coming back strong. I've decided. So that's yes. my idea. Add, a, add an arms routine. I love that. Anyway. Great advice. Great advice. Well, well that's good. we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk all about events. Woo, can't wait. 
We're back. We're back. And we're going to talk about event planning. Events. This is interesting. I have done plenty of events. I've done them in the mall space. I've done them in the motorcycle space. I've done them in the tech space, the tech space that was internal marketing. Mm -hmm. That was always my best work. Um, But a lot of like out, whatever, the the one that always comes up is back in my motorcycle days. That's what cannabis mostly reminds me of. Like cannabis events yeah. mostly relate to like my back in my motorcycle days. Yeah. Usually at an expo of sorts or an or outdoor like bike night was what I would be in. But now festival it's a kind yeah, of vendor type. Yeah. So lots of places this could be coming from. Like if you're a dispensary, is it that you're planning a 420 event? If you're mm-hmm. a brand, are you planning um, like a vendor day or whatnot. So, or a launch of a product or a launch of a product. Exactly. Thank you. Um, so step one, when you're going to start planning is, is what are your objectives and goals is from figuring that out. Are you B2B? Are you B2C? Is this an expo? How many people are you going to see? You know, so, um, that's, figuring out what the actual goal is like so for 420 if you're a dispensary it's to get it's your biggest sales day of the year right Mm -hmm. so get people in the door yeah and i think that's a good like kind of thinking more from the dispensary side that's i think where most of this conversation will go today um but um anyways step one figure out your goals and objectives. So like I said, so if you are 420, it is your biggest revenue day. Your, your, your main goal is to drive traffic. That's it. Mm -hmm. So, um, step two is your budget. That's an interesting one. Um, and I think that they vary widely. It's something that like, if I was going to a expo or whatnot, my goal, I would have a much lower like cost per touch than I'm going to have at a 420 event at a dispensary. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you are aligned in what that budget is and how much you're paying basically per customer is a good place to start. Like, um, that's where you give like, you know, a sign like everybody, we're going to spend $5 on every person that's yep. going to be at this event and then back into it from and there. Back into it from there. Yeah. You're going to spend. Yeah. So five dollars per person and we're gonna see a thousand people that day we're spending five thousand dollars on this event gotcha yeah that's that's kind of it adds up quick <laughs> fuck yes it does <laughs> um but there's also a couple of questions to have of like is this event an annual event that you're doing every year are you in the co- so like from the dispensary side is this a 420 event that you plan every year that can make this get a lot easier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, you, there's no reason to reinvent the wheel every month or, um, and, and as you grow, can you scale this event? So, you know, like, is, is this repeatable? And, and that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is that we have taken a lot of the things you and I do and we, we repeat them with just a few, you know, target markets basically switched. Mm -hmm. So, um, making sure your process is repeatable, but if it's, um, scalable and so, you know, your, your budget can reflect that in the future because ideally as you scale, yes, your budget will go up, but your cost per customer should still be going down, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know this from buying swag, like the more you buy, the better discount you get. Exactly. Um, so yeah, step two budget step three is setting the date that seems like a no-brainer of like but it's just when i want it no it's not (laughs) do your research and find out what is happening in your area on that day so um you know you don't want to like think that you're planning this great event and you're going to drop ten thousand dollars and you know fucking fish is having a concert down the road and so the only people that are going to show up are going to be the sad fans that didn't get tickets like yeah make sure that you can bring in as many people as possible. So, um, that, uh, yeah, I, I just find it funny that we actually have to say that, but it also, it goes unnoticed quite often. Um, yeah, so like have it revolve around promos and stuff too. Like at your, if it is a dispensary, like 
integrate it with other things that you're doing too. Like it's only going to maximize your reach. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, so anyway, step four and this is where you, um, keep us moving always is breaking (laughs) out the Monday board. So, um, basically I mind dump a bunch of shit and then we back into it and (laughs) you put a bunch of due dates on there. It's so fun. Um, yeah, get out a calendar, like make it fun. Like we, like when we plan 420, we literally get out a physical calendar and like, like write dates down and like what deliverables need to be done at what date and like really make a solid plan and it only helps you. Right. <laughs> right. But the best part, I would say, not an ad about Monday for us is that. <laughs> but I love them. <laughs> I know. Is that we can pull up our board next year and be like, this is the way we followed it. Like, yes. we now have a successful template. We know what dates things were due. It's just, it makes the whole process so much easier. Yeah. And so, you can do that in like Google Sheets too. Like if 100%. you're looking for a free option, like just. Write it down somewhere because then next year, if you don't, you're going to be like, well, fuck. Like, yeah. how much did we spend on this? What did that look like? Like, yeah, I would say my biggest events, like I said, in tech, I was, I did these events and I had a $75,000 budget. It was done on just like a Google cheat. That was how we kept our budget and everything because that was, we just didn't have any other stuff. So, yeah, that absolutely is true um, to keep track of everything. Um, And then um, step five being setting a weekly meeting with everybody that needs to be involved. Mm -hmm. Um, I think out of the gate, you know, we start planning, let's say, for like a big event eight weeks out, you know, or whatever. We probably, if we know it and it's a repeatable event, we probably start the meetings actually 10 weeks out to start the planning eight weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Now, that's in our perfect world that we want to live in. That's probably not really the way that it works. But, like, anyways, set that meeting. That way people are being held accountable from day one. Expectations are set. You know, you can't can't put on a large event by yourself and there's just too many moving parts. So get everybody involved immediately and then move forward. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, those are, like, my first five steps. And I'm handing it kind of over to you because step six kind of is where you really step in. Mm -hmm. Yep. So once we have everything kind of figured out, the groundwork laid, the timeline set up, that's, you know, when your, your, your designer or your content team is going to start creating all the deliverables. So one of the most important things to me when planning an event is creating a brand within a brand. Mm -hmm. Branding your event is going to make it so much easier to follow through all your touch points. You want it all to look cohesive and work together. So use similar colors, make a logo if you have time. Like if you have a name for your event, like we, you know, for example, there is a, um, a big festival in Manistee this summer called Smoke on the Water. They have a special logo for that that's on all their materials. So the instant you see that, you're like, oh, well, I saw that, you know, somewhere else. I can right. follow that along as they keep releasing more information. So you also kind of want to keep the same general layout of the information. Like, you know, you do you want to have the title, the date, the time, the place, like don't mix it around because people are going to start to get confused and have the same information in the same place. Um, with They're going to start looking to the same spot in the ad because they're going to recognize it. So keep, yeah, keep delivering that same message. Yeah. And that just helps people resonate and remember it even more. Um, and so when you're branding all of your deliverables, if you're going to be giving away merch or selling merch, that also gives you the opportunity to brand your merch mm-hmm. and, you know, make it exclusive, like only print so many and like really drive that home. Like, let's say it's a t-shirt that you want to sell at this event and you know, you're only printing 200 and you know, you want people to buy them obviously. So you're going to be like, you know, limited run, uh, Mm -hmm. limited time only. This is only going to be printed for this event. Like if you want it, you need to be there right away to get it. Um, and obviously, you should have a mix of sellable merch and giveaways because let's be honest, people <laughs> coming to this event, they want free shit, especially in the cannabis industry. Like, 
people expect if there's a vendor day, if there's a 420 event, if there's a festival, there's going to be some free stuff that, you know, even free product. Like, yeah. And it doesn't even, that, that's a good point is that it doesn't have to be all on the dispensary. Like your brands that you carry, they should be providing that stuff to yes. be getting in the hands. It is the busiest day. Like if you're talking about 420, it's the busiest day of the year. This is, they should know that the brands should be prepared for that. Yeah. And, you know, even if you're having a smaller event like a block party or whatever, having those other vendors there who will also support you by having giveaways and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe give you credits for products to help you with a sale or a promotion, like use that to your advantage because it's it's hard. Like we said, you know, it adds up real quick. If you're spending five dollars on every person that's walking through the door, you're going to be spending a lot of money. Right. So. 100%. Once you figured out the brand, what what is your experience going to be like? Is this going to be a consumption event? Is this going to be a chill, you know, hangout? Is this going to be a small vendor day? Like, what's that experience? Like, you can totally have a rager mm -hmm. <laughs> um, or you can have a little bit more of a chill event. And if you plan it well enough, you can have people waiting at your door for a vendor day. That, you know, may, you may have thought, you know, this will be a slower day. You might have, you know, 20 people out the door for that day. So if you want to do a big party, you also kind of have to be be aware of there may be some restrictions or compliance issues. Like if you're having a consumption event, make sure you're giving away product that has gone through the right process. And we use metric in Michigan I don't know if that's a standard. I think metric might be a standard for. I think it is. But, you know, make sure it's all, you know, pennied out correctly in your system. Mm -hmm. um, gone through the right transfer process. Don't piss off your neighbors. If you're going to have loud music, first of all, invite your neighbors to come hang out, whatever. But, you know, kind of give a general awareness, especially if like you're in a strip mall or something like that. that hey, we're having a big event. There's going to be music. There's going to be a bunch of people smoking weed in the parking lot. Like, right. <laughs> just a heads up. Right. Um, but you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be a crazy rager. It doesn't have to be a circus, but you can still have, you know, people show up and have a good time. Right. Um, and just planning it well in advance, like you talked about earlier, that's going to go a long way to ensure your event doesn't turn into a circus in a bad way. Mm -hmm. Um, we were a part of a carnival, mm -hmm. um, that I'm not going to name any names, mm. but it happened last year. Um, I'm sure if you're in Michigan, you heard about it. The event organizer was shady, took a bunch of people's money. Um, there was no processes for, you know, how to display product, how to sell product. It was just a giant mess. And, you know, honestly, we probably could have seen the writing on the wall with like the the contracts that they sent over, like the contracts they sent over the move in process, like it was setting up to be a disaster. And to be yeah. honest, if I remember correctly, we, we were pretty well prepared and did okay. Yes, it we was, definitely were. it was the people that relied on the event person for stuff that really yeah. fell apart. And that's the thing is like, you it, it's because we have these plans like we plan stuff we we poke holes in like what could happen mm -hmm. you know so yep. um if like not having power or not having whatever like they couldn't i think most they were trying to like put their menu up and they couldn't because they didn't have power or something like that and it's yeah. like did you print off menus just in case that happened? <laughs> right. Be prepared for like worst case scenario. Um, and Thinking about Dutchie going down on 420 this year. Oh like my God. what a disaster that was for some people. So and we were only fine because we were like on like the landline mm -hmm. or like so like our internet switched over or something like it. I don't even know. I, I, I honestly <laughs> was like, I don't I, thank God. <laughs> Couldn't have handled that. But it did happen. And so, like, what are these contingency plans? You need to have those for sure. Yes, for sure. Review those contracts. Mm -hmm. Don't sign anything until you have reviewed it very carefully. If you have lawyers on your team, make sure they review it carefully. Like, you don't want to be stuck after this event. If you're if you're hosting it, it's a little bit different. Obviously, if you're hosting it, don't make people sign shady contracts with information missing and shit like that. But, you right. know, if you're going to be a vendor at an event, just be careful. 
Yeah. Just review everything very carefully. Um, and if you're hosting this event, make sure you know, you know, if there's deals or promotions, when do they start and end, when your vendors are planning to show up, when mm-hmm. your DJ is showing up, like have a timeline and a run of show and then make a personal connection with your vendors or we call them partners as they should be. Right. Um, you know, don't just throw them to the wolves and hope they set up in the right place. Like, you know, just be kind. It goes the right. way. Um. Okay, so we have everything figured out. We have the run of show. We have the timeline. We have the idea, the vibe. Again, you got, you got to start making content. <laughs> you got, you, haven't even gotten to that part yet. Haven't even gotten to it. Because people got to know about this event, right? So you got to back into this. I mean, start at least eight weeks before your event. Um, getting an if idea. you're looking at like, four, well, any event, yes. But 420, stuff like that, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and like I said earlier, make sure they're branded, make sure you have your information relayed very clearly. Um, at our 420 event, um, this year, we had a lot of people who read a promotion wrong. Um, there was, they thought they were getting this certain bundle for a penny when it was really, you know, spend a certain amount, you get a bundle for a penny. So make sure that your information is worded very clearly. People are always going to read it wrong, but have a talk track ready, like have your team, like, able be able to speak to all the deals and promotions happening so there's no confusion just goes into those weekly meetings you can have these conversations yes. early before yes. that happens communicate 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 right. um so a list of some de- deliverables that you're going to need um for a cannabis event specifically would be a facebook event page which mm-hmm. um i am Facebook I'm jail? currently in Facebook jail. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> I am so fucking they, frustrated. They are fucking targeting you. I it's it's so frustrating being a cannabis brand on, in Facebook at all. And what sucks is that it's a great community. Mm-hmm. Like there are, it's a great community tool, and it's really a bummer. So if you're not in Facebook jail, make an event page. Don't put anything on there that says cannabis. Make it very vague. Don't talk about your deals. Don't talk about your giveaways. Just talk about the vendors that are going to be there. Tag them. Mm-hmm. Show any giveaways that you'll be doing. Um, just be very careful. Um, so along with that, you're going to need multiple social posts. I mean, you're going to need to have feed posts weekly, depending on how big the event is and how much time you have. But, you know, every week you should be touching people on social media some way, whether it's a story, whether it's a real um, a feed post. You can put links in your posts and Twitter, have it linked to your event page. If it's a Facebook page or a landing page, just get the word out there. And you like, again, we say this all the time. It's like, you may think that you're just reiterating everything. People are going to get annoyed. Like you're saying the same thing over and over again, but chances are people did not see that first or second or third post. Right. Maybe it was the fourth post that got them or got them to say, Hey, I'm putting this on my calendar. That's one of the things I think from our side that we like by the time the event comes, we have seen it so much that we're like, Oh my God, again, <laughs> we're like so annoyed by and it. <laughs> we love it. But in our head, I mean, we've been seeing this a hundred times in a week for six weeks like we don't realize that our consumer half the time has maybe seen it once if we're lucky right hit them hard hit them again yeah you're definitely if you have a text or an email list you're going to want to send a blast out about that weekly as well and then you know one day of people have short attention spans so you got to remind them day of again hey this event is happening Mm -hmm. um programmatic ads if you have them running um Dutchie banner. If you're a dispo using Dutchie, like that's a great way to get your event information out there. When people are going to your menu, that's the first thing that they see up at the top. So right. it doesn't hurt to to hint at it again. Um, a press release. If you're doing a grand opening or like a philanthropic initiative, definitely get a press release out there. Um, that could, you know, that could land you in some big publications. It could be super mm-hmm. important. So um, and then kind of the last thing would be flyers um, in our industry. Again, we can't post a lot on social media. We can't do paid advertising. You know, a lot of our marketing efforts are hitting this, hitting the ground running, like hitting the streets, getting flyers up at local businesses, trying to do receipt swaps with local businesses, yep. like anything to get your logo and another person's store 
try it. I know it's it's a lot of work, <laughs> right? It can be frustrating for your team of seventy five or one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but working with local businesses, like it goes a long way, um, and hopefully you know, you make a good connection, a good relationship that you can continue to partner with each other. And yeah. so, yeah. And then after all that, what do we do now? Well, I mean, the day has arrived. It's here. Woo! It's here. Everybody's tired. They've all bitched forever. No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think, and you touched on this of like, have a run of show, but having that timeline and, and I We'll always go back to like the tech, but that was like the most specific event we put on. And it was down to the minute mm-hmm. that we had this stuff, you know, cannabis that, that doesn't work like that, but, um, <laughs> like <laughs> it's harder. Everything's they're like, harder. they're more like Comcast. Like we'll be there between 11 <laughs> and five. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, but have a timeline of what is happening and make sure that, um, you have somebody that owns all of these extra pieces that take place that day. Like mm-hmm. for, like for instance, like when you and I do a, go to an event that we've like as an enterprise wide event, we aren't trying to really work the different pieces that day. Cause we're like taking pictures and we're interacting with people and stuff, but we know that it's like people are going to work whatever activity, the game we're running outside and, and mm-hmm. you know, this so-and-so is going to work the door and you know whatever so having some making sure that everybody knows what their jobs are yep having the timeline of like when the vendors are going to be there that day because most unless you're setting up a couple hour an event you know from you know two to five you're going to have vendors that are coming in and out for most of the day so making sure that everybody knows that and do they know their contact person and do you have the phone number of that contact person so that if they show up and you're the first person that you can and they're not around you can call them like the details matter to make the day run smoother that's the biggest thing so anyways um the the other thing i would say is like always have music (laughs) get a playlist have a playlist ready um but I think having a five, 10 minute huddle before the doors open is a great way. Like I th- it's, you guys have been planning for this for weeks, like get excited. It's no longer, it is business. And I know that people are probably feeling stressed because they know that there's going to be a mad rush of people, but like, that's the excitement because well, for you and I, this is where we're like, because the marketing works. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh my God, they saw everything. And so if you're there, I think that's something to say from the marketing team, like take that excitement. You've done your job. If there are people waiting at the door, kudos. You've broke through that noise. Get excited. Get your teams excited and have some fucking fun. Because like, yeah, at the end of the day, we're, we're here to sell weed, guys. So have fun with your event. Yeah, things will go wrong. I'm I'm in the midst of wedding planning right now and everyone keeps telling me they're like there's shit that's going to go wrong. It's going to be out of your control. All you can do is move on and just right. you know, try to make the best of it and not like dwell on anything and like that's going to happen. It's never going to work out like a perfect like seamless event like especially in our industry like you said. So don't, you know, sweat the small stuff, but be prepared for that when shit does hit the fan. Mm-hmm. You got a plan B. You have a plan B. <laughs> Yeah, I think, too, one of the things that we've done um, is that we've put, like, when we're planning an event that's, like, enterprise, and so marketing is the people putting on the event, we've now put together, like, a deck, and we present it, and it's, like, the more information that the dispensary has, the better, you know, they're going to do that day. They feel informed. They don't feel like they're getting punched with like, wait, what happened? I didn't see that text go out. What was that graphic? You know, like they yeah. have it all sitting in a deck they can refer to. And it's very like, it doesn't have to even be nice. It's literally just a gathering of info for them. So yeah. um, I highly recommend that. And then, so after the event and everybody has killed it and everybody's super excited, um, have on the calendar already a postmortem to like break down what took place that day. It's fresh in everybody's mind and you need to know what you're doing for next time or what needs to pivot or whatnot. So it's very important. Um, you guys will talk about it throughout the day. We always do. We're all excited, whatever, but like, you know, 
five days later when you sit down and you've ran the numbers and you've looked at everything and you've looked through the comments on your Facebook feeds and your DMs and whatever, like get together, talk about it, get your successes and then collect all of those notes. And I, when we finished our postmortem, I literally like set the date for 420 planning for next year and attached yeah. those notes that has already been set. It's already done. It'll just show up. Because this year, to be honest, I was searching through my OneDrive for it. Like, yeah. I was, and we <laughs> like, all were like, we're like, we know we saw this document. <laughs> you had it. No, you had it. Well, now this isn't a problem anymore. Exactly. So, that's very smart. Yes. So, and that's how you do it. Just like that. Just just snap your fingers. Just snap your fingers <laughs> and all of a sudden, snap your fingers and the people will come. Didn't you know? God, I wish it was that easy, but right. you know, it's, it is tough, but when you do have that successful event, when you do have people like queuing up to get into your store and like people excited about merch, like that's what I fucking live for. Like it's, it's so cool to see it all come together. So it's definitely stressful planning, but it's worth it to have a successful event. It's why we do this. This is why I'm in marketing. I love to see that result people lined up outside of the store because they know that that's happening today or there's something there you're you're having a vendor day that's going to give away free product for the first 10 people like if you have 10 people congratulations if you have 20 people standing in line because like that's hard it's it's just like you said getting through the noise too like we're shadow banned we're like throttled down on our reach like it's so fucking hard for cannabis marketers but right keep going keep going it is so fun and it's very exciting and once you get that success too after you've figured out your cadence and how to throw like a good event it um it's very exciting and and it's something to be very proud of so i like it fuck yeah woo Done. Well, I think it's time for our last segment, Puff or Pass, where we battle it out to determine which cannabis trends are in and which ones are out. If we puff, that means we like it. And if we pass, that means we're not into it. So what are we lighting up this week? Oh, you just you don't even know. We have to come back after <laughs> this. And I'm oh, lighting them on fire. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Let her rip. I have, I am telling you, I have a love-hate relationship with weed maps. Mm, and I'm, you know this. Yeah, I'm sure a um, lot of other people do too. It's a necessary evil. And anybody that worked in marketing before cannabis knows how Google ads work. Like, this is, that's how weed maps works. Only... And, I, and maybe it is the same. I didn't do a whole lot of Google ad buying, but like the amount of money that people pay for this ads. Anyways, doesn't matter. I am passing on weed maps, bullshit sales tactics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, they sent me an email on Tuesday afternoon to announce that they're opening up inventory in a prohibition state that we and you know that we talk about often indiana mm-hmm. and so and they're like hey this is this is literally tuesday afternoon hey we need to connect by wednesday to talk about budget and that was it um basically because then and from once they know what my budget is then they can get it for me and this is what i'm going back to is basically you can fuck right off <laughs> because once i tell you what i'm willing to pay you're going to set up the next meeting and figure out what the next guy is going to pay. And then you're going to come back to me and it's going to be a bidding war. That's how this works. Oh, I hate that. It is. It's it's like scare tactics almost of like, oh, I missed out. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's we're heading into June. It'll be June when this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, weed maps. It's June. I built my budget eight fucking months ago. So when you tell me I have 24 hours to talk budget to you, like, I now have to dig into that. I have to shift priorities if it's something I'm interested in, of which anybody you think we maps is like everybody's doing it because it's like the one avenue that you can, you know, advertise on and stuff. Mm -hmm. And now you've got me feeling like if I don't 
shift all this around, I'm going to miss out on it or whatever. Maybe by the time I get to it, then it'll be like, well, they said they pay that. That's what's going to happen is that they're going to make it out like I missed out. It's way dirty. And I am passing on it because I hate it. And I hate when I have to use them even because I just feel like I'm giving them like, I don't even know what. It makes me feel dirty. It fucking pisses me off. And I don't care that I am on a rant because they fucking suck with their emails. And then they're like, and then, I mean, I've, they've tried to sell me billboards that they've bought. They sell, I mean, everything is for sale. Everything's for sale in Weed Maps. Yeah. I, I don't like that either. It feels gross. Their sales tactics, just the fact that they know they have a monopoly and that they're right. taking advantage of people and like the bidding war and all that. And it's like, their analytics aren't even that great. Like we really don't know like how great our reach is. We don't even know if the ads are working half the time. No. I mean, they would argue that, but I'm here to tell you that no, that's not. And as a matter of fact, well, as a matter of fact, we had to correct them because they were trying to say that like we had X amount of deals claimed and we're like, we haven't even had that many orders from weed maps. Like that's not even possible. Yeah. And then it's like, they're like, oops, we're sorry. We're going to just take that dashboard off until they can fix it. Um, fuck off. Once again, it's like my theme here. <laughs> fuck right off. Fuck off. Here, do you want to hit this while I talk about how I, I say fuck off? <laughs> we're going to start a war with weed maps right now. Well, I mean, I'm going to take one further. I got another email today. I think this is just part of, or tell me if this is, or if I'm the only one, but like I get an email from our billboard company. Our billboards are up for renewal. I know this. We've been in contact. You've sent me a contract. It's been two days. I know when my due date is there to get this contract to you. I have 75 other things I'm getting done. Maybe I make Friday's contract signing day. You don't know. But Mm -hmm. like they're still pressuring you to get on it like right now. They're like, we have somebody that wants that billboard. Are you going to renew? Well, I emailed you and told you to send me a contract i mean i kind of dug in today because i was pissed i'm just i'm fucking over it and i was like yeah. i'm sorry i didn't get to that i was busy doing my cancer treatment she changed her tune <laughs> like, i was like just this immediacy of like and i don't know if it's like this world that like we've built with like email and texts and like I honestly get uncomfortable when like vendors have my cell phone and like text me mm-hmm. like, Hey, did you get this? Hey, it's like, give me a fucking second. Like give me 24 hours to respond. Like nothing is that immediate. Like no one's dying. Nobody's dying. They're just looking for their next dollar. Here's the next part of this Ugh. partner versus vendor. We've done how many billboards we talked about this today. And it's like, you just take it and go like, there's not been like, Hey, you guys, Thank you for this great design. It's fantastic. However, I know it's your first time doing this and maybe your billboard sits too far off the road and you're not going to see it. They don't mm-hmm. like. They don't give a shit. They know they they're making money. They don't give a shit. No, they don't care. All they want to know is they've got money. I mean, they're sending me contracts that a year ago were $800 a month and now they're $2,000 a month. Now I'm just ranting Jesus. about everybody. I'm on billboards. I'm on weed maps. Come at me. Well, it's this <laughs> industry too because we don't have a lot of options. Billboards are one of our only advertising avenues. So they know if they have a a cannabis client, like they can do whatever they can charge, whatever, like we have to do it. We have to jump on it. We have to sign that contract. And it's like, and the thing I will say the best part with billboards, for example, is that at least with one of our vendors, you have to prepay. So you sign for a year, you're sending them a hefty check that day. Yep. Like no 50% down, no, you know, net 30, like, no, you're like, here's 20 grand. Yeah. So, you know, and now you're going to pressure me into this. Like maybe give me a second to read this fucking contract. Yeah. So that's my puppy. Everybody just needs to chill the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Before you 24 hour rule, if you're about to send like an an email that's like, I need this now, like maybe think about it for a second. I'm yeah. I, I think, know who your audience like know who your audience is you guys are in fucking sales for god's sakes like yeah act like you're here for us a little bit yeah (laughs) i mean how many times the whole reason for this podcast is that 
well, one of them, but like, (laughs) it's to help. We are here to try to help each other because this is what I'm dealing with on the daily. And I don't think that it's right. And so like until marketers have confidence in themselves to be like, why don't you hold your fucking role here for a second and Mm -hmm. take a beat, like stop. Like, and the whole thing, like the weed maps thing that, that gets me so much is to bring something in in june like i'm just sitting around like hmm where could i spend this extra money i have please tell me who's having these thoughts <laughs> where's all this extra budget coming where from? is all of this extra money from because the one hey i'm sitting nobody's like yeah you know just tossing money out and oh. if you are we won't see you for very long like that's just it is you can't like a smart marketer has a budget and they're following it and they know the roi and they whatever i have had how many conversations with weed maps over like i'm not really sure about this roi and you think that i should jump on a phone call with you within 12 hours to discuss something i think they're god's oh my god my rant is over i'm sorry that's it it's okay i mean i feel like anyone in the industry that has to deal with weed maps probably feels the same way and it's not fair there's not really a lot of other alternatives no i mean there's a couple smaller right smaller ones but really weed maps has that monopoly right fucking sucks i know i've been through like six reps I had two reps that I was dealing with at one point and I was like, this is going to be the turning point. Like literally the next week they were like, here's your new rep back. It was my old rep already from the last time that they've already moved on. What? This is a shit show. They just keep moving people around. Cycling in and out. Right. Ew. I don't like it. Yeah. Every like, think about that. They, Cause they keep firing, like letting go loads of people. Yeah. Don't worry. My ads, they keep going up in price. So tell me, how is this working? How does that shake out? <laughs> Just doesn't add up to me. Tell me I'm wrong. Anyways, so well, thanks. So thanks for listening. So we are definitely <laughs> passing on <laughs> weed maps. And anyone who is sending an email that like is like, the world's gonna come to an end if you don't respond in 24 hours, or like give people some fucking grace. No shit. <laughs> give people some right some space yes oh how do we bring this up i don't know i'm sorry it was a real downer <laughs> i'm gonna pass i'm gonna puff on something next time because i feel like okay. i just have been passing a lot but i'm puffing on something next next episode okay that's my commitment we'll be pos- more positive i mean but- we're we're both puffing on the microdosing to like have a good time yes we are um my god i mean microdosing mushrooms it's magical like there's a reason for the name i know it's (laughs) truly magic (laughs) mushrooms (laughs) i just wish that it wouldn't fuck up my stomach but i just need to eat them cooked yeah you can't just be raw dog in those shrooms can't raw dog those shrooms it's not gonna work out for you it's not good um but if i have like you know to me that's better than a headache like after drinking all night like way better like my tummy hurts a little bit like i'll drink some tea i'll be fine right i mean my tummy hurts a little bit same when i eat a breadstick i still do that (laughs) i mean my tummy's always hurting a little bit anyway so um and i had some mcdonald's breakfast the next day and that well it wasn't breakfast i got nuggies and fries so it was like lunch but that helped listen that drive back from chicago you need the nuggies i need some nuggies and fries that's amazing well (laughs) i think i think we can wrap this up and put a bow on this event on this event yes the event of our lives yep so thank you for listening and hanging out with us if you like what you heard today please tell a friend also rate and review us on spotify apple music and amazon and then follow us on instagram at the devil's lettuce ladies on twitter at the lettuce lady nope on twitter at lettuce ladies <laughs> or head over to our website at the devil's lettuce ladies.com and our new merch store oh shit click that shop tab hot girl summer it's pot girl summer baby i can't wait and keep an eye out maybe we'll have new designs coming when mm-hmm. i get a second but mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of those so <laughs> 
<laughs> Until next time, flower to the people. And smoke the patriarchy. Boom. Boom.